Bolt-on Technologies, automotive software solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports, including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. Live from the John's Refrigeration Media Center at the East Valley Institute of Technology, this is 88.7 The Pulse, KPNG, Chandler, Phoenix, and KVIT, Apache Junction, Goldfield, Ghost Town, Arizona. This is Wrench Nation, car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now, 480-655-8870, with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Yes, uh, President Trump actually pardoned two turkeys yesterday, and those are us. We're the oh, turkey. We're the yeah, turkeys. He pardoned. I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think uh, which one of us is a bigger turkey? That's uh, the question. I'm, I'm, I don't know. You're a taller turkey, and I'm kind of a shorter, fatter turkey. That is right. <laughs> you guys rock. Thanks for joining back with us every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Your Wrench Nation car talk if you maybe you're at the uh, mall maybe you're at the uh, parking lot getting ready to do some shopping we appreciate you guys or tuning maybe in you're driving home and or maybe you're leaving town right now a lot of people it's madhouse out there you yeah. people are nuts i'll tell you what i'd like to find out if you're leaving town today we'd like to know where you're going text us at 480-655-8870 we want to mention you on the air text us where you're going and your name your first name just love to mention you and maybe we'll give you some free dutch bros if you text in to 480-655-8870. Where are you going for the holiday? That's right. We want to get all up in your business, people. Yes, exactly. Let we us know we want to go with going. you. That's right. Where are you going, Frank? You I'm going to lay low. I, yeah. I always tell people I got that mysterious cabin up north. I call it the ah. Betty Betty Ford Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> it's up yeah. in the woods. Nice. Uh, you know what? If you Don't you, snow yet, though. You know if you got a place you don't go to often. Yeah. Um, you can have some critters up in there. Oh, sure. And I'm not a country guy. Right. But we had a whole Fandango was like Iraq 3 with skunks and raccoons underneath the sons of God. We raccoons had the I could probably deal with unless they bite me, but skunks? Ooh. No, man. They loaded everything. My socks were smelling horrible. The pillows. It's bananas. But that's where I'm headed. What, what are you doing, man? What are you doing for the holiday? Uh, mom's, mom's house tomorrow. My mom and my brother and me getting together with the niece and nephew over at my mom's house. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Be a good time. My mom's an excellent cook, and I love her gravy. You know, I'm a gravy man. You're the gravy man. He's I the big am, brown gravy. He's liking have, his gravy. I got to have some gravy. That's right. And I love turkey, So, but the best part is leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got a lot of leftovers happening in the garage this time of yeah. year. In fact, I love the, uh, the crew. I left the crew, and I missed it, Steve. We were frying up a turkey in the garage. With one of those fryer things? Yeah, dangerous stuff. You know, I've seen that done once. Dangerous. My cousin did it a few years back for us, but it was very good. Yeah, no, no. They say it's really good. Yeah. I never mess with it. I'm, I'm that guy. I've never fried up no damn turkey on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, so here's my My dad guy. used to grill it. Did you ever yeah. do that? Grill it. My dad was a grill master. How do you grill a big old 30-pound turkey? He did it on the, on the old, uh, remember the old Weber big grills, the round oh, ones? But he had a rotisserie. He did, and he was awesome. No, he didn't. He had he put it in a pan so you would uh, get the would, juices still. All right. And it would cook. I'm telling you, it was awesome. All kinds of ways to cook turkey, no yeah. doubt. Welcome back, peeps. We love you. If you guys are catching this on the replay on the podcast, you guys rock. Um, before we dive in, I wanted to get a little bit more action. Um <laughs> That's right. We're talking Wrench Nation. What is happening in the garage? You guys are not going to understand. Melon Mike. Melon Mike is his name. He's a mechanic. He's right now, as we speak, in the garage frying a turkey. 
I've never seen this done. Did he also bring melons? I we call him Melon Mike. That's why? for next episode. I'm not going to reveal <laughs> okay, why we call okay. him. But every guy Leave in the garage, it to your imagination. every gal in the garage has got a nickname. We all need nicknames. There but you go. here's Melon Mike. He's standing above this fried-looking device. It's a pressure cooker, and so I've got two other guys standing with the fire extinguishers. We're on alert because, as I said, I've never seen it. I've never seen it done. Yeah, if you guys are listening, you got some tips on how you fry your turkey, man. Let us know. But I was, I left, and I'm like, I'm trying to get some reports from the garage to make sure that we didn't burn the joint down, uh, Steve. So I'm sure it all worked out. But I got nervous around this fried turkey action. I, you know, have you fried a turkey? That I've way? never done that. That's crazy. I mean, like I said, my cousin did it, and it was cool. And it took like an hour and a half, and it was done. It was done. All right, you maniacs are listening. You want to know what we're talking about this week. I have an air fryer. I could try that, but it had to be, I'll, maybe I'll just use a Cornish game head. Yeah, what was like microwaves back then? You know, we yeah. said, oh, wow, we can cook popcorn. And, and what's going on with the popcorn? Why yeah, exactly. is it done in like, <laughs> set? that's like that Jetson stuff. The old um, microwave. I have a microwave back there in the lunchroom that's 33 years old. 30. Still works. Yeah, celebrate that. 33-year-old microwave, yeah. microwave, no doubt. So let's get a get a little preemptive uh, music here for All right. I don't know if that'll work for you people, but on today's show topic, why not? It's road trip season. Uh, We are going to cover those vehicles right now that may leave you stranded, struggling to get to grandma's house. You guys may know what we're talking about. Have you, and I'm talking to you people, been in a ride to leave you stranded? And everyone said, oh, don't worry, it'll be fine. Well, we're going to cover the most least I should have rephrased the that. The most least. The most least. Okay. The incredibly awkward vehicles that leave you stranded on the way to grandma's house. We're also going to cover oh. some of those quick last minute road We've trip tips. We've been there tips. one time. We got road trip tips we're going to cover. Uh, and in fact, we, we created uh, this street team. You guys know about this. We said in 2018, uh, we we're going to hit a two-hour show. We're going to get out on the streets. We want to hear what you guys had to say. And we did go out to the streets of Phoenix and uh, asked you guys... What was the practical thing you could do uh, on a road trip uh, kind of preparing? What are you doing to your ride to prepare for a road trip? Prepare for a road trip? What are you doing for your ride? Just uh, oil change, tire checkup, okay. check my tire pressure, and check my water. See, now, that, she's smart. She was Those are very good. good. Yeah. I, I, I should have asked, hey, is your uncle a mechanic? Exactly. Or I'm wondering if she was a wrench. I mean, that's straightforward. I mean, she she knew what, I mean, look, right. getting an oil change includes that inspection. You guys know that. Sure. Be careful on those drive through lube shop. I'm not knocking them, but yeah, I'm knocking them. Uh, be careful. Don't treat your oil change like a cheeseburger drive through experience. So we mm, continued on and we- we, uh, oh gosh, I don't want to trigger your cheeseburger. <laughs> Quit mentioning action. food every week, Frank. So we continued on and we asked a few of you about what would you keep in your trunk? What would you keep in your trunk out there? Let's see what, uh, what you had to say you about to what would down, you. What item would you have in your trunk or in the back seat to help you out? A tire. Yeah, a um, tire. How do you prepare your ride for road trip? Let's say you're going up to Cali. I mean, what are you doing? What are you checking on your car? Or maybe taking it to the mechanics? What do you have to say? Um, I actually don't really drive that much. See, that's... <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on a second. That's part of that generation. You're listening. You're probably listening at home. Let somebody else drive. On the podcast, we talked about it. We said, hey, some of you just don't even care to drive. Uh, how much for an Uber to San Francisco from Mesa, please? You, Hey, you never know. <laughs> that, that, uh, so, Might as well just buy a um, car. So there were some practicalities out there. You guys had a lot of things to say. We also asked you about uh, 
uh, some other things about how you would prepare. And uh, I think you guys mentioned something about very common sense. You got to have the gas, I guess. What do you guys do to prepare your cars for a road trip? <laughs> okay. Make sure you have a full tank. Yeah. Full tank of gas. Yeah. That, that helps. Tires, what do you say, Tires, man? What do you do to check your, make sure your ride is good? Try pressure, then they can check the oil. See, a lot of people seem to common sense, Frank. They got common sense. I think as an industry, we yeah, yeah, we did a good job training people on oil changes. But it doesn't stop there. No, Um, you guys text us right now. Some of you listening to us from the automotive service bays at the dealer, or perhaps at your local garage. Four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero. How do you prepare? Well, throughout the whole show, we're going to uh, have you text in uh, whether you're a seasoned professional automotive technician or you're just an average uh, individual that knows how to get that road trip check. Sure. Um, we went on to speak to a few more of you guys. What uh, what would you keep in your trunk? What's practical to keep in your trunk? One more last question. I really appreciate your time. If you were to break down, what do you guys got in the trunk to help you out? Ooh, tools. Tools. Always got tools. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing, just have the tools in the back. I got water bottles, I got a spread tire, that's the only thing. Duct tape? Duct tape? Uh, nah. fix anything with duct tape. <laughs> you know, the I, co- wait, why you are you not getting excited about duct tape? <laughs> you remember the Pulse Camaro? Yeah, it was rear ended down in Chandler. Matter of fact, on Chandler Boulevard, not far from your shop. This was when I first got it here. Yeah, and a drunk driver rear ended me. And I literally took duct tape because I had to tape the duct tape the, works, the, man. The, the bumper. I'm saying back get up your, so I could get it back to the school here. Get your duct tape on. I mean, you could get fashionable people. You can get the pink. You can get the camouflage. There's all kinds of different colored duct tape. So, uh, tools and duct tape. Uh, text us four eight zero six five five eighty eight seven zero. Let us know what you may keep in your trunk, and also let us know what you're preparing for the road trip. Jason uh, says I go to Desert Car Care for a checkup. Oh gosh, jeez, there <laughs> That's you go. Frank's place. Well, you guys know to get on our friends section of the website, we've got great garages across the country, uh, wrenchnation.tv. Uh, we did ask you mechanics out there. Uh, let's roll that tape. What uh, What are mechanics telling you? All right. Are they lined up? Uh, three things four. you should be checking on your car. I would say tire pressure, level of oil, and... Top three things with hoses. What kind of hoses? Coolant hoses. Radiator hoses? Radiator hoses. All right. Yeah, all right. Well, we're pretty lined up. Yeah. Tires, batteries. Most of you guys know that's common sense. My biggest thing as we dive into some of those least reliable cars uh, is to make sure you slow it down and actually get a flashlight and check your tires, your batteries, uh, check fluid levels. And uh, this last uh, interviewee from our, uh, what are we calling this, the street team, the uh, the uh, well, the street team is you. <laughs> yeah, the driveway diaries from there yours you go, truly. Driveway diaries. Uh, I, I actually like that name. Well, we got some ideas, yeah. but uh, this next individual probably had the most common sense. If you got a clunker, let's ask uh, what he thought. What do you guys do to prepare your cars for a road trip? I yeah. rent a car. Oh, that's ah. a smart move. Why yeah. do you rent a car? Oh, because it's uh, reliable, and if it breaks down, I've got AAA, and I it's just a phone call. Yeah, You know, it's interesting. When we first moved here, we only had a truck. And relatives came to visit. We had to rent a car while they were here. So same thing, going out of town. Why not? And if it breaks down, then that car's got to replace. You know, Enterprise got to replace it. Well, don't stress out. If you get a large repair bill on your ride, renting a car is very practical. Uh, you guys stay tuned. We've got uh, JB with Bolt On, the wiser advisor. We're going to cover some of the most uh, least or the most or the, 
The garbage that you could be driving and get stranded on the way to grandma's house. And I know you want some free Dutch Bros. Why don't you text us? Where are you going? We want to know. Text us at 480-655-8870. That's 480-655-8870. We want to know where you are going for the holiday weekend here at Wrench Nation on 88.7 The Pulse. This is Wrench Nation with your hosts, Frank and Steve. Wrench Nation Turkey Edition, 480-655-8870. Want to know where you're going on your road trip? Are you leaving town? Are you hitting the hitting the highways? Are you maybe getting on a plane? Do people still take Greyhound anywhere? <laughs> I think they do. Greyhound has got the best prices. I think Uber. What they used to say, go Greyhound and leave the driving to us. Now it's Uber. Anyway, uh, Morales crew, Karina texted in. The Morales crew is heading out to California, and she's listening to us until the static kicks in and they lose us. Hey, Marie, hey, uh, uh, Karina, we have an app. Download our app, and you, you can just run us through the auxiliary and listen. Yeah, definitely. Welcome back. We appreciate you guys tuning in. You headed out of town. It's all good if you're catching this on the replay of the podcast. We are talking about the 10 release reliable cars out there, but we got to cover news, people. And this news is really big news uh, as it relates to, well, a lot of you got the Uber app. Uber app? Lyft app, maybe, but this news pertains to Uber. Uh, quietly, hackers had stole yes. personal data. My roommate got it. Yeah. My roommate got it stolen, takes Uber all the time. And the personal data was an issue for 57 million of you. Now, that, that that's a story, Yeah. Uh, particularly with the driver's license. But what really is somewhat disturbing is that there was a negotiated deal, people, for a hundred thousand dollar settlement if you will with these hackers but what the uh news is reporting all over uh traditional media and the internet is that they got they got the hundred thousand these hackers but how do we know they're not going to do it again there was no you can't do how do you do business with my roommate had nine hundred dollars stolen out of the account they kept it was australia it was it was all these locations in australia keep kept popping up like he was going there on uber and it just kept taking them more and more and more mon- money until they couldn't take any more. It's crazy. You know, this Terrible. happened in October 2016. So I'm sure, look, Uber's a big behemoth, people. That was him, um, man. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you're affected, this just uh, speaks closer to the heart of watching uh, your, your, your license, yeah. your data. It's just the world we live in. Is there a, a, an answer to this? I, there really isn't. We're exposed. Uh, right. They're talking about 600,000 U.S. driver's license numbers, uh, personal information, about 7 million drivers were accessed. Um, so, you know, that's a problem. Will Uber get on it? They will. Will the story go away, people? The real deal, Steve, is this. We want convenience. We How do. many of you listening right now hear the story and you'll be pissed, you'll be upset, but a week later... You're using it again. You're using it again. It's the story of our lives. It is the way it goes. Yep. So that's a little bit of news on some oh, hack situation. Uh, this uh, shout-outs edition is brought to you by... Uh, Ravelco out of Phoenix, man. You slap a car thief in the face, man. Don't let them get your ride. They're still stealing these rides, no matter what the technology is. So Ravelco Phoenix, never gonna get it.com. Uh, there's shout outs this week. A lot of you driving don't have an owner's manual. We know that. You bought a used car. Owner's manuals can get expensive. That's the fact. So get on to Car Care Council, carcare.org. You can type in your information and easily get all your manufacturer specifications to maintenance. So carcare.org. There's your shout-outs for this week, people. Parker is going to Tustin, California, listening on the app. Thank you very much. Where are you going for the holiday? You're leaving now. You're leaving tomorrow morning. When are you leaving? Probably tonight. 
480-655-8870. Please text. Let us know. Where are you going? we got to find out where the wiser advisor is going from Bolt-On Technology. He's on the phone, JB. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, guys. What is happening? JB, the wiser advisor with Bolt-On out of the uh, East Coast. Where are you at right now? Wow. Wow. Hey, JB, JB hang you're on breaking up, buddy. Hang on. Let me put you back on hold and see if it comes back any better because it sounds really bad. Maybe he's driving. JB, are you there? I'm here. Oh, that sounds much better. Much, much better. better. Thank you, brother. So you're out in the uh, East Coast of Pennsylvania. Where are you going for uh, road trip action? No, no we're, we're, hey, JB, we're, we're losing you again. Can you hang up and call us right back? Really bad connection. Okay, let's try that. We'll just talk for a second. It's all good. JB the wiser advisor, right we know. Hey, Bree, I'll pick that up when it rings, all right? Yeah. So we talked to you guys earlier. Uh, we want to dive in. We're very careful about this. We're not trying to be offensive to you guys. Some of you guys may be driving these vehicles, but some of the least reliable cars uh, in the last, we're going to go back to, you know, two to four years. And, you know, these reports, look, if you want to check them out, they're consumer reports, they're online. But let's see, we got JB back. JB, you there? I'm here, I'm here. Much better. Much better. What are you doing? You're down in Amish country driving around (laughs) getting poor reception? I'm sitting in my same living room I sit in all the time. Oh, wow. I don't know what's going on. Hey, Somebody's jamming your phone. That's it. You're getting... Be careful. There's hackers out there, brother. <laughs> uh, too many turkeys. Well, all right, JB. We're talking about the least reliable cars. You are going to step back in time for some of our old classic uh, car dwellers. And we're going to go back in time a little bit. We thought this would be pretty cool on some of the notorious old rides out there. JB... Tell us about the 71 Vega. This is not a road trip worthy ride, is it? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> uh, the 71 Vega, believe it or not, when it was launched, was considered like one of the best cars of the year. And actually, um, I think it was Motor Trend said that they called it the car of the year when it came out. Yeah. Isn't that how and it always starts? My brother like had one. Motor Trend, or I mean, I'm not knocking them, but, you know, we got a few of these on the list that were all graded high by. All these authorities. But tell us about that 71. You used to work on one of these things or what? <laughs> well, actually, I cut my teeth as a technician, I guess, on one of these. My wow. father really realized that they were El Cheapo cars. Oh, gosh. So he went out and would buy one, and he would come home with it, and he would carry a case of oil in it, put two quarts in every tank of gas. And um, he used to do whatever he could just to keep those buggers running. I hear you, man. I mean, when you, so when you talk about just do what you got to do to keep it running, that's really – one of the qualities that'll put you on the least reliable list. Um, so tell us with that 71, you cut your teeth. We got a lot of mechanics listening. When you say cut your teeth, you, you, you cut some knuckles too on that. I mean, what were you working? What was the problem with that 71? Well, well definitely. Uh, one of the things uh, about the car that was really bad is the way he drove it because he didn't really know how to drive a stick shift. And actually, I learned how to drive a stick shift in that. So, of course, he burned out the clutch. Oh, God. So one of my first experiences on the front street of my house laying underneath the car with the cast iron transmission on my chest and the lube running oh. out all over the place and helping him replace the clutch that we burned out. That stinky gear oil. If you guys have not experienced the stinky gear oil or differential fluid, uh, be aware. That stuff's nasty. That'll fill up your whole house of nasty goodness if you're, if you're working in the garage. So that 71 Vega was not, not that great. Uh, Certainly, there were others uh, that we, I guess we can, can we call them turkey busters? <laughs> I just call them turkeys. <laughs> turkeys, this period, is this turkeys. So, uh, the Gremlin, we've mentioned on the show before, uh, some of you old school gangsters out there may 
may have a Project Gremlin. You think the Gremlin is going to come back in a glory day of some way? Uh, AMC Gremlin was a problem back in the day, wasn't it, JB? Yeah, man, what a rough car. It gave you all sorts of kind of issues, and it looked like someone just sliced the back off of it, so it was ugly to start with. It was no. brought back in the 90s with Wayne's World. Remember that? They had the Gremlin in mm-hmm. that thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, <laughs> The it, big bubble. I mean, it makes for great TV in Hollywood, but nobody's driving that off the set going <laughs> home as a reliable ride, no doubt about that. Uh, we're going to step into the future by ways of the last, let's say, four or five years. I want to cover some of these vehicles. And again, people, you're out there listening. You may be driving one of these vehicles. And I think, I think, JB, it's wise of us to set some criteria. No matter what list, no matter what radio head or podcast head said, no matter what you do, you can turn a quality ride into a very unreliable ride if you don't take care of it. We won't get into preaching there, but just understand these cars on this list, the, you may have had just a, dis, a bad, unfair adva- uh, disadvantage. Uh, the Ford Escape, uh, JB, the Ford Escape, we see that ride in the garage. Uh, they've had major electrical system issues, very expensive issues. Uh, you work on uh, any of these Ford Escapes in the last few years? Well, actually, I wound up being a Ford technician for years, and we used to go, oh, my God, I have to escape this job because it's going to kill me. And things were just falling apart left and right. And also, uh, they're also notorious for um, doing some real rust through in the right rear fender. If you don't look for it, you'll see it one day when it just falls out on you. Again, these cars are the least reliable to get over to Grandma's house during a road trip. These are just your, your rank. These are these are cars that will leave you stranded or cost you buku money. Um the Mini Cooper, a nice little ride. Steve, this was, of course, with, what was the movie? With Austin the, Powers. Definitely. Spying me. We love the English. Were you guys listening to England? You guys rock. But the Mini Cooper, I don't know what you were thinking. Uh, NHTSA, NHTSA, the federal government arm, uh, they had this rated high for powertrain failures. In other words, transmission issues and all kinds of stuff. It's a nice, cute-looking ride. But I think once you get past that, that 90, 100,000-mile mark, it, it gets in unreliable territory, JB. Well, what's crazy about it, too, is if you ever open the hood, it's like they just crammed everything in there with absolutely no space to breathe. <laughs> so that had to contribute I, to the Wait a minute. Time. I got to laugh at this. Oh, gosh. Because you guys listening in the bays, you know, mechanics have just, I don't know, I think we've evolved into smaller hands. over. What is going on? <laughs> we used to be able to have a... a, a, a turkey thanksgiving action in the engine bay guy was working on his car and he could sit there and have lunch while he was sitting in the end now forget about it uh that's a whole nother conversation hey what about that dodge dart you know there was a lot of glitz and fame coming out of detroit with the dodge dart we all wanted to go back to the 70s and we thought it was going to be the original kind of funk and fire but not so much uh with the dodge dart they had a real rough start and a lot of these Dodge Darts, right at that 25,000-mile mark, uh, transmission issues. I mean, a lot of it was covered under warranty, but I'm not seeing the Dodge Dart being a whole lot of reliable, JB. Nope. They're just trying to copy a name and trying to make it good, but, you know, the technology's not there. Yeah, we're covering all kinds of least reliable cars, and we also want to find out where are you guys headed. Uh, some of you texted, 480 655 8870. We got somebody uh, on hold. Is it? No? Okay. No, we got to take a break. We're going to come back. We got to do more cars, right? We're going to do more cars. You guys hang in there. JB, enjoy the Thanksgiving, man. We appreciate you. We're going to catch you in the future. JB with Bolt On, Bolt On Technology. You rock, brother. Be good. Yeah, man. You guys have a great one. Thank you. JB, the wise advisor, thank you so much. We are thankful that you are here with us every other week here on 
Wrench Nation. We return next. Billy Knuckles calling in from Detroit, isn't he? Yeah, we got Billy Knuckles coming uh, out of Detroit. He's going to give us his take. What the hey is Detroit thinking with some of these least reliable rides to Grandma House during a road trip? On Wrench Nation, and where are you going for a road trip? Texas 480-655-8870. We want to know where you going. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. 480-655-8870. That music makes me feel like I'm doing sweating to the oldies with Richard Simmons. Man, what is this? The yoga <laughs> yoga show with the Wrench Nation. If namaste, you can... namaste. Namaste. Uh, I'm going to do a swan no, dive. Namaste. Sorry. Namaste. Not yeah. namaste. We love you guys. Namaste, Welcome namaste, back. Namaste, Welcome namaste. Welcome back. A little yoga music right here on Wrench Nation. Hey, Welcome Jason back. says he's going to his living room for a road trip. Or not uh, his little dining room. Sorry. Look, no matter what you do, you keep it simple. Uh, if you got the kids in the back of the ride. I think you guys know we're family up in yeah. here. Whatever you do, do you and enjoy you, man. At least you know? in Arizona and down going to California and right now this time of year, there's good roads. You know, you don't have to worry about all the ice that the people in the northern states do. Like, matter of fact, Billy Knuckles in Detroit. Oh, Sometimes they get ice on their roads. Hello, Mr. Billy Knuckles. You guys are lucky. I'm freezing out here in the street waiting for you. Now, now that you call me now. Wait a minute. What are you warming up? Hold yeah. on a minute. Are you standing on the corner at some no, payphone? No, no. What I'm is this? With you guys, happy pre-turkey day to you. Guys. Yes, you, happy you too. What, what is day. the weather like up there right now? We're going to be ninety tomorrow. Break a record hey, high. We're uh, so we're just the opposite of ninety. We're like nine. Oh, no, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Uh, no, well, it's, what are it's, the it's, things? It's about it's about thirty nine. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Better than nine. So we got Billy oh, Knuckles got out of Detroit, Interstate Auto Care. He's on our friends section. He's a show contributor. We always appreciate having you on. Uh, a lot of our folks are listening. Uh, on the podcast, and they're they're up. They have no idea what we're talking about down in the Southwest. Tell us top two things. Let's keep it simple. Except, don't go to batteries. Don't go to tires, uh, Billy. Let's talk about some of the things you can check if you're in that that really cold weather. What's important, man? Tell the people. You, you want to, you know, you know, you know me. I always I always come up from uh, left field, Frank. The most important thing, honestly, my my uh, my wife's niece last night was at the house. What do you think? What was the most important thing she was missing before she was heading out at ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night by herself across town? Her U, mini USB cable. She did not. Have, her phone had like five percent left yes, on. Yes, that's uh, forget about the forget about the jumper kit. Right. Forget about the, the lock deicer. Right. You need a. Phone Why didn't anybody say that, Frank? You I'm need your phone you. charger. All right. So if you're That's listening, right. if you if you're you're the top notch automotive technician in the service bay, your inspection list on these pre road trip inspections, you need to have a check mark. Do you have all your digital needs met? <laughs> Is everything right. working? Uh, but seriously, under that hood, in that uh, cold weather, and a lot of us here in Phoenix, uh, uh, lower area of uh, uh, the high country, maybe headed up into the high country. Talk to us about that, uh, well, washer bottle, man. What will happen to that washer bottle if we're not well, squared it, away? So, interesting, in our, in our climate, you know, a lot of times people look at that fluid and they see it's blue, and they automatically assume that it's going to be able to, to, to handle the temperature. Right. And, uh, and, and we have to remind ourselves that that's dye that, that uh, the, the bulk fluid suppliers will supply us with. So some, some lube shops out there in the summertime ah. will cut corners, and then they'll just basically dilute the, the, the mixture. You know, that mixture is good to generally about 30, 35 below zero. And so they'll dilute that 200-gallon tank with water. Oh, gosh. And, and you, can, you can get by as long as you know that you've got to empty out the tank before the season. But if you don't, if you have a, 
uh, you know, an 80 year old lady that puts, you know, 15 miles a year on the car. Sure. And you did an oil change in, in, you know, in, uh, in July. And now we're in the wintertime and that tank freezes up. Now you've cost somebody hundreds of dollars of damage. Wow. Uh, that, to me, it, it sounded it, like, it, wait a minute, it just sounded like we just, that was like a drug deal in Newark, New Jersey, somewhere. They cut it and they did this and they removed it. it and it's terrible. So yeah. what you're saying is, is you need to really be careful. So what can you do if you, right now, there's folks going into the lube shop. What, do, what does a consumer say to the lube shop people about, about that washer fluid? How do they handle that? Well, the, I think it's one of those things where, uh, if the, here's, I guess here's the telltale sign. is first sign of, of frost. When you turn on that, that washer pump and it's not working, and the last oil change was done, say, three months ago, and that water uh, is frozen or semi-frozen, that's the time you want to have a conversation with somebody. And if you're a regular customer, you've got to walk in there and speak to the manager or the owner and say, this is the deal here. You know, I, I want to pay good money for good work. I'm not looking to save 15 cents. Uh, for diluted uh, washer solvent. That's right. We uh, want we want the real and the raw. I mean, look, Kim, Kim. Hey, if Kim Kardashian is selling perfume, then damn it, I want my washer fluid to be right. That's what I'm that's saying. Right. Uh, her, her, perfume, <laughs> yeah, her perfume isn't freezing up at all. Yeah. Not so I, uh, you make a happening. very good point, and this we talk about this on Wrench Nation all the time. You guys know, no matter if you go into the dealer or your Rockstar local automotive garage, independent, or maybe you do have a nice relationship with Lube Shop, you just want to make sure that uh, you can talk to them directly and you ask those right questions. Hey, what service did I receive? The problem is we go too fast. You guys need to slow it down. Now listen, Billy Knuckles, we got to move on because we're talking about least reliable vehicles. Um, uh, some of you guys, oh, oh, and you're gonna, I'm going to get the haters. I can see this, Billy Knuckles. That Nissan Juke. That Nissan yeah. Juke. I mean, just the name Juke. And I'm sorry, maybe one of you two are driving a Nissan Juke right now. That, that's really not a I've whole lot. I've never heard of, of a Nissan Juke. Well, you don't want to. Um, oh. What's up with they the should, Nissan Juke? Well, I, they should call it. See, to me, I don't have any problems with the mechanical. It looks like they should call it the Nissan Charmin or the Nissan Northern. Because <laughs> it looks like a toilet paper case. Of, wow. It looks like a case of toilet paper. That's what it looks like. Wow. Don't squeeze it. The, the, the biggest... <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest the biggest problem I have with with these vehicles is and you probably have already talked about it. I don't know if JB you guys had talked about. It. I saw you guys maybe discussing the the uh, old uh, Cadillac. Well, Cinderella. no, he he was having a personal psychological moment. He had a flashback with a seventy one Vega. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Uh, back in business school, I wrote I wrote a paper on the Cadillac Cimarron. And if we have time, we oh, can let's it talk. A Wait a minute, but, that needs some music. Tell us about one of the most. Re- this thing was dope. This was junk so, out of Detroit, so, Cadillac, Cimarron. So, what, so the backstory on that is I wrote a paper on what, who was my hero, and to, and to some degree still is my hero, uh, uh, Ross Perot. Ross Perot. Ross Perot. Was, 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 you know, they purchased his company, IDS, a data processing company, GM did, and so he became part of the, the, um, uh, the, the board of directors. And so he walks in into the ninth floor in downtown Detroit and sees – teak and mahogany and all kinds of hardwood and he looks and he says you know when was the last time any of you people have been on the factory floor or sat down and had lunch with your people um and none of them of course they were all clueless at that time um and so what happened was gm was in the middle of this uh, of this restructuring and thought uh the, the smartest thing for them to do is take a a, a, a chevy cavalier oh gosh and a nice gold-plated cadillac symbol on it and that ought to do wonders for the brand and then, and then Cadillac went into the toilet for the next, oh, I don't know, 25 years. I, I got to tell you something, guys, because I never shared this with you, but 
I actually, I, I used to imitate Ross Brown. Here's the deal. It's, hot, it's hotter here than at 10 Hen House on Tuesday. Oh, of July. snap. Hold you on. got him started. That's just sad. Now, hold on. And I called Lee Iacocca on his birthday one year when Ross Pro was running for president, and I got through to Lee Iacocca, and I talked to him on the phone. Amazing story. Just had to shoot. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You, you guys, thought it was Ross the whole time. I don't care. The Cadillac Cimarron is a, is, a, is a bad situation for a lot of us. Look, you got some of your 25 to 30-year mechanics that got started working on a Cadillac Cimarron, and that was a big problem. We were confused. We were like, wait, gas guzzler and a premium? What, what, what is going on? Uh, that, is, that was a problem, and Ross Perot uh, was a little different, I think. I, I'm a little different. <laughs> Here's the deal. Yeah, so. He, he was. Yeah, he he was what I would consider. You know, there's a lot of people that have native intelligence. Ross Perot, we don't know what his native intelligence was. I suspect it was high, regardless. <laughs> yeah, it but was. He was a wise man. He had, he had yeah. street wisdom, and I'll take I, that any day of the week. I, you know what? And he, he had charts. Common man. All right, would you? <laughs> here's the question for you, Billy Knuckles out of Detroit. Could Elon Musk be a Ross Perot? Uh, in, politically or in the industry? <laughs> I don't think he'll do politically. No. The guy's a ma- no. He's a mad scientist. He's on the line yeah. right now trying to figure out the Model 3 production issues. But um, yeah. I think he's as innovating. Uh, we tend to knock Ross Perot because he had a political career. And, and, in big years. But Ross Perot, was, uh, <laughs> he was a gangster in the business world. When you talk about the Next, uh, as an investor for Next, a software company that was actually founded by Steve Jobs, he was involved in all yeah. that. Pro Systems was huge, so don't knock it. He was. Uh, oh no! Yeah, yeah. and he, he had a big old. He, he was. Yeah. He, he. What I like. What I love about Ross Perot was he understood how precipitous it was to mess with your brand. Know what you're there for. A Cadillac isn't this made or shouldn't be made at the same price. You should not sell a a Chevy in your Cadillac store, and likewise, you shouldn't sell a Mini. Cooper in a BMW dealership. That's why they separate them. All right. Uh, that's why a Nissan and Infiniti are different dealerships, right? Yeah, no doubt. You, you make some good points now. And that's because, you, you know, there's that whole, there's a bunch of engineers and, and marketing people stuck in a glass room. Uh, I think of the Pontiac Aztec, and they say, well, yeah, that's a nice ride right there. Yeah. Uh, and then it hits the streets, and people are throwing up. <laughs> what the heck is this thing? But uh, I want to move on, because I'm, I'm about ready to really make you Jeep peeps out there upset i Uh-oh. love me a jeep wrangler i don't know about yeah. the rest of the line but i'm about to ruffle your feathers in terms of reliability and on the way to grandma's house as a road trip vehicle i'm not thinking the jeep wrangler is going to be too much of one of those uh, happy days what do you what do you think about that jeep wrangler traveling <laughs> two thousand miles across country yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big Jeep Wrangler fan. That's why I love my Jeep Jeep Grand Cherokee. Oh, I, we... I thought you were going to take us on a journey, pun intended. Oh, Dodge the, Journey! The Wait a minute, really... we got don't get the Dodge Journey. That is uh, some of our uh, we got Hertz and Enterprise people listening. Be careful. But I want to get back to the Jeep real quick, that Wrangler, because we got the Jeep Mafia folks listening. They're going to be really upset. The Jeep is uh-huh. great off road, but not so much cruising like thousands of miles. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a trail-rated vehicle. The other thing is, I always ask folks, in, in Michigan, we get maybe, maybe two snowfalls a year where you should just stay home. You know, <laughs> unless you're a doctor or not a mechanic or a paramedic or a cop, you should just stay home and let the streets get cleared before you head out. Yeah. And so I always ask folks, do you need four-wheel drive? 
you know, and and in uh, in most of the time they say, well, yeah, I do. I'm like, okay, so what do you just out of curiosity, what do you do for a living? Uh, I, uh, I I work at a grocery store. Well, is it life or death for you to get to work on a day when we have a foot and a half of snow on the ground? You know, and the answer is no. Then then why are we pulling four wheels down the road, costing ourselves at least five mil, five miles a gallon extra, thousands of dollars of potential car repairs down the road? With seals leaking and transfer cases breaking and front differentials going, you know, if oh you don't need four-wheel drive, you don't do, get four-wheel drive. You're scaring us, Billy. Billy Knuckles out of Detroit, the tough guy. Uh, you ain't kidding, though. That's some practical common sense. Be safe. Uh, one fellow we interviewed, he said, hey, rent a car. When the streets right. are good. Now, if you're saying there's a lot of snow, that's we don't understand this language because we're from Arizona, man. We don't know what you're talking about, snow. It's, it's, the, it's the other white stuff. The northern white stuff melts. Yeah. What did he say? Something melting? We the don't northern know what, white the, stuff. The northern, yeah, the, the northern white the stuff. The northern white stuff is a whole different matter. Yeah. I don't even know anything about that. But the, the <laughs> well, northern I'll tell you what. Stuff. Yeah, that's in Colombia. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. You, <laughs> that's Colombian snow. Yes. Hey, I'm just saying, if yeah. you ever come down to Arizona in August, you got my invite. I'll make you melt for real in 120. Anyway, let's <laughs> move right. on. Uh, there's a couple things that you may have a problem with. Some of you have just bought uh, a used car. And some drama that you may have inside the cab to consider. And this is great if you guys are looking at buying a used car. How's that armrest feel? No, really. How does that armrest feel? Uh, you don't need a sleepy arm on a long road trip. Uh, this may sound trivial, but the fact is you got to get comfortable. Uh, what are some of the other things you tell folks if they're getting acquainted uh, before they buy a used car that may go on a long road trip inside the cab, Billy? What are we talking about? One one of the things, the, the most important thing nowadays that I find is I, I, I try to get folks to do most of the work, try to get, empower them, give them about 10 minutes worth of information that they're not going to find online. And what I always tell folks is, again, it's, it's that Ross Perot common sense stuff. You're not buying a used car. You're buying a, a, a car that used to belong to somebody. That somebody is infinitely more important than the car you're buying at the outset. So if you weed out all the Craigslist uh, flippers out there, you can do that all in the comfort of your own home on your cell phone before you head out and, and get all confused and discombobulated and calling Frank or Bill about, about whether this car is a good car or not. Uh, the other one is the, the acronym CVT. Okay. Oh, gosh. Wait a minute. If you ever CV see that on a sticker of the side of the car or if you drive the car, and it doesn't feel like it's shifting, <laughs> then just walk away, if not run away. All right. We You're want to let – we got to slow it down right there. You bring up a good point. we got inside of a minute or so. You mentioned CVT, and unfortunately, that's known as that continuously variable transmission. Uh, maybe Brian Winograd from Broadway Transmission out of PA is listening, and he can call in. We're not going to talk deep into it. Just know that there were a lot of problems. Uh, that kind of – the gears in that, people, uh, seem to change – seamlessly right there was i mean you shift a transmission you can feel it okay it's in second okay it's in third but this one is yeah. like we just wrapped it out and they had a lot of problems uh maybe we can uh post up on facebook some of the notorious rides uh nissan uh help me out bill nissan ultima <laughs> nissan juke 
the, a lot of the Nissans, uh, the, the Dodge Journey, the, I mean, there's just a ton of vehicles out there with the CVT. Nissan seems to be real hot and heavy over the CVT, and more automakers are going to that because that gets you that extra one or two miles. You know, the cafe brings up the, our, our uh, uh, corporate yes, mileage economy. Yeah. So that's all good. The only thing you, we, you and I have to remember as, as consumers is it's seven to $8,000 to replace that transmission. Oh, Very boy. Very few shops wow. out there will rebuild them. So just do yourself a favor. Be careful. If you got if you CVT. got that CVT, you guys can get a hold of us. If you're buying a used car, get on a Facebook. We can help you out 24-7. We're there for you. There's a whole list of vehicles. Steve, we're going to come back. We got uh, Mr. Greg Buckley, our uh, blue hen from Delaware. Yeah, I got a special surprise for him. Thank you, Billy Knuckles from Detroit Interstate Auto Care. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Ranch Nation continues next. Don't go anywhere. This is Ranch Nation. With your hosts, Frank and Steve. So where are you going on your road trip? Are you leaving town for Thanksgiving? We'd love to know. Text right now to 480-655-8870. Maybe we'll give you some free Dutch Bros. So when you get back, you can go chill with Dutch Bros. 480-655-8870. Where are you going? You know, I used to love the road trips around the holidays. We used to go. I, I lived in North Dakota. My not North Dakota. We used to go to my, my cousins down in Bismarck or head over to Fargo, and it was great being a kid and taking those road trips. And, you know, road trips are different nowadays, Frank, because, you know, when I was a kid, pretty much I didn't have a Walkman, now iPods or your phone with your headset. We didn't have DVD players in the car and be able to watch movies in the back of the seat. Kind of just had to hang your head out the window and go, geez, I wonder why that barn has been sitting there for 100 years, you know? Well, I think we were more observant, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. We were part of our environment. Now, I mean, let's face it, we're we're digitally immersed. Yep. I would say for you, those of you that have not quite left on the road trip, it's tough. I mean, look, the reality of it is, look, I got kids, man. I've got an eight-year-old. I've got a college kid. And the fact is, you think I'm going to sit down beside like the fireside and say, hey, guys, put away all your phones and all your digital stuff, and we are going to go old-fashioned. It's tough. Let's be real. But yep. I do invite you guys to just slow it down, make it fun, yeah. get into the environment. Sure. There's a lot of good stuff to actually see. Stop along the way if you're on that road trip and see things. You yeah. know, even if it's a big, a giant ball of twine. We're talking about the least reliable cars. And, and we're going to bring in the blue turkey of Delaware, oh, Mr. Greg Buckley. Double, 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 double. There you go. <laughs> I got turkey in the straw playing in the background, blue turkey. Oh, there you go, man. <laughs> How's it going, Greg? Uh, wonderful, Steve and Frank. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. Just hey, ready hey, for the Thanksgiving holiday. Hey, first off, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, the Wrench Nation posse, everybody out there, and be safe. Well, we uh, admire know, enjoy time off, enjoy some family. You know, it's all good. Yeah, every week we do this madness. At, like as Steve and I, and many of you, uh, Greg and Billy Knuckles, and many of you that uh, out there contributed, uh, know that this is like our therapy. And and you know, we want to inform you guys. Yeah. It's your show. Uh, we try to cover real topics. You know, we're not paid uh, sort of broadcasters. This is a nonprofit situation. Right. And, and we invite you guys to just understand that harmony, man. You know, we're, this is real and raw. Uh, I didn't go to yeah. broadcast school. All we have is a little knowledge base. We've got a great network of folks across the country. And so, Greg, we're talking about some of those least reliable rides. Uh, boy, uh, we had our boy JB Wiser Advisor. He got he he almost had a flashback. It was like his Vietnam moment, <laughs> man, with that seventy-one yeah. Vega. Uh, let's dive into a little bit more of this conversation and talk about. What folks can really do, we know to slow it down for a pre-road trip inspection. Yeah. What if they were to just spend the afternoon and go bumper to bumper? What can they do 
to ensure they have as much success on their road trip with their vehicles? Well, you know, the important part is you just said it. Uh, slow it down. Um, don't give your give yourself more than uh, you know a half hour to get your car prepped up to do a five or six thousand mile ride. I mean, you know, you just one of the most you know kind of you know uh, from my perspective, it's like an irritating situation. Is it? We're there to do a professional job, and we're sure to we're there to make you uh, be right and make the car safe. And but we can't rebuild your motor in a half an hour. We can't repair your suspension. In well, a half an yeah, hour. you're talking you to, to you're, yeah preparation. I mean, I, let's just face it. Let's face it. I'll speak for the industry like you are. And we got a ton of mechanics across the country listening. Yeah. We got a, a a great family of just average per- people that are driving their rides. They want to get information here on Wrench Nation. Look, man, the the fact is. Slow it down. I mean, you can't treat yeah. your car service like an emergency room visit. Um, you got to plan a little bit. And, and, and everyone, without preaching, will tell you, uh, if you look at statistically what's going to cost more money driving per mile, what's the penny increase yeah. in cost per year, Steve? It's because of lack of preparation. Now, I know I'm preaching. I'm sorry, guys. I, this show is not about preaching. But uh, let's get right to it. I want you to give yeah. three things right now. We got people listening that are uh-huh. actually in their driveway. I'll start it off. Battery. Tell me what they're checking on their battery. They want to check for any kind of corrosion if they can see it. First of all, you got to be able to access it. And you got to look for any kind of corrosion. You got to look for the age. If you're anywhere where three and a half to four years old, replace the battery. Don't take the risk. It's not worth it. No. Talk about tires. Talk about tires. Talk about tires. Tires. Tread death. Look, put the, put the quarter. It's not a penny yep. anymore. It's a quarter. Put the quarter in. If you see, uh, was it Washington's head up, then you, you need tires. Look for the wear bar. It's very easy to do. If you're anywhere near that wear bar, 230 seconds or 330 seconds, um, you need to get the tires updated and replaced. Don't skimp on the tires. Be good. Do, do yourself a favor and go out and get a good set of tires. Not your cheapest brand. Yeah, you want to treat yourself. I always say, think of it this way, guys. We talk about this all the time, man. Uh, your mattress spring, you live and sleep in that thing. Yeah, I mean, right. for the most part. Yep. Well, actually, some of you are living. Get off your tails and get a job. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, but, oh, I'm pissed. I'm just, oh, gosh. You got one. I'm going to get some hate on that one yep. there. But, yep. no, seriously, guys, think about the mattress spring. How many of us actually went out and we said, I'm going to buy a new mattress spring, thinking, okay, just age. We didn't realize how accustomed we got to the poor, sorry, sleep that we're actually getting. Same with tires. Don't skimp. Uh, we're going to dive into belts and hoses. That's a high yeah. category. What's the mileage yeah. folks should start thinking about changing belts and hoses? Uh, you know, anywhere between fifty and seventy-five thousand. All right. You know, on a lot of a lot of your items now. You know, belts today are a little bit different. They're constructed a little bit more. They can get you that hundred thousand mile mark. But you know what? The best thing is to see a professional who's under the hood and can tell you at least teach you what to look for when a belt goes bad. You know, you, the old standard was three three cracks per inch. Was the was the way that we would look to say, okay, time to get the belt replaced. Belt construction is a little bit differently now. You actually have to measure the the the, the, the depth, depth of the, yeah. of the belt, right? And that way you can determine whether or not you've got too thin of a belt that's not going to last for you, right? But, and you and know, real quick, I gotta mileage. I gotta interject. We've got just a few seconds left. There's yeah. another tip on the belt, and I really like this, guys. If you're thinking about getting under the hood. 
You've deemed that the belt isn't, well, it doesn't look that cracked, but how do we know it's uh, not stretched? Maybe that's that early morning squeak. Get the belt in between two pulleys, maybe the AC compressor or perhaps the harmonic balancer, and if you can turn that belt more than halfway, it's likely that it's stretched. So you can check those things. Get on a Facebook, Wrench Nation Facebook. Oh, yeah. We got that video up. Greg, you rock. The Buckley crew, the family, the tribe, we love you. We love All you. All right, brother. Thanks for hanging with the uh, Wrench Nation. And uh, you guys catch uh, Buckley's Auto Care if you're in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, we always appreciate Greg hanging Thank on you the much, Wrench Nation. Thank you very much, Greg Buckley. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. The Wrench Nation Wild and Wacky News on Wheels. Oh, my goodness. We're talking about another cop situation. We love our cops, our police officers. Yes, but, we do. Uh, listen, if you get pulled over and uh, you've got an iPhone and that tablet is lashed to the wheel. In other words, you got it mounted like some Mad Max situation. The police will pull you over. So put those digital items down. This motorist in Vancouver was caught. He had the Apple iPad on the steering wheel, Steve. Uh As he was turning, he could see it. You guys can catch the rest of that story and video. Our friends at autoblog.com. Please be safe out there. Don't don't be a fool. Put those devices down, man. You're driving. Wrench Nation on Facebook. Wrench Nation on Twitter. WrenchNation.tv on the web. We love you every week here. At 4 o'clock on 88.7 The Pulse and around the world on the podcast going to two hours starting on January 10th. That's right. We're talking about two hours, people. This is your show. You've spoken up. We've built in this uh, podcast and the live show here. We want to know what you would like to hear for show topics. Right now, get on a Facebook. Like that page. we got some cool videos, some car care tips. Get over to Wrench Nation Facebook. And we love you guys for joining us every week. And as I say every week... Be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.